0: What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. You don't know what that all is, Mr. Trash. I'd show you, but I'm too old. I'm too tired. I'm too fucking blind. If I were the man I was five years ago, I'd take a flamethrower to this place. Do you understand? You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Once again, we said it. We'll say it again. The truth shall always set you free. This is Tim. This is Get Off My Lawn, the Matt Ramblings of a Gen Xer. Oh, I want to talk about Title 42. I want to talk about Gavin Newsom. I want to talk about the uh, Karine Jean-Pierre, the wonderful press secretary for the Biden administration and the Hatch Act. There's a lot of stuff I want to talk about, but... Title 42 is set to expire shortly. Um, the, I guess, the thought process is now that once this this Title 42 expires, which is a Trump-era policy, uh, which allows police and border officers to expedite the expulsion of illegal immigrants back into Mexico or back to wherever they came from, once that expires, the floodgates are going to open. The floodgates are already open. The the dam is already broken. You know, the the little boy holding his finger in the dike is gone. He, it's out of the way. It's you, You're getting anywhere between what they were saying, eight to 16,000 people a day crossing over certain sectors in the Rio Grande. And you have a large contingency of illegal immigrants waiting at the border for Title 42 to expire. And then once that happens... The floodgates are going to open. And Biden comes out and says, we need $4 billion. $4 billion. See, if I had my soundboard working, that would be just so great. Because you know what? I have that sound effect. I don't have the $4 billion sound effects, but I have the Austin Power sound effects. And you know what? Starting in January 1st. $1 $1 million. We're going to get the soundboard labeled. But he wants $4 billion to, com- to combat the issue that he caused. The problem that he caused. He needs $4 billion. to, And people are concerned that he doesn't want this $4 billion for border security. He doesn't want it for more walls. He doesn't want it for more agents that will go out and catch these people and send them back to where they've came. No, no, no. They're concerned he wants this $4 billion to help process these people and move them off the border and into the heart of the country. There is a difference between immigration and I should rephrase. There's a difference between illegal immigration and actual immigration. This isn't immigration. This is an invasion. When you have people sitting at your border waiting to cross it and and are knowingly violating the law to do it because they know there is no repercussions that are going to occur within the Biden administration, they do it. And I love it because the Biden administration, when he was running, told everyone come to the border. Now he's telling people no, 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 don't come to the border. I always think of the Taco Bell commercial. got to run for the border. I don't know is that racist now. I think they got rid of the chihuahua for um, Taco Bell. I like the little chihuahua. I don't remember. I don't remember the chihuahua had a name, but I li- I liked the little chihuahua. But as I'm sitting here talking about this, like I said, there are there is encampments on the Mexico side waiting for Title 42 to end. And Of course, the administration is blaming the Republicans for not wanting to reach across the aisle and work with the Democrats on this issue. The problem is your issue is amnesty. Your issue is you're going to have the dreamers give give the dreamers a path to citizenship. At this point in time, the dreamers have been in this country so long. Some of the dreamers have kids. I wouldn't be shocked if some of the dreamers kids have kids. So, I mean, they should probably stay either way because they've already been here for like 15 years. But you have these people that are just flooding the border. You have fentanyl coming through the border. You have, you have these cartels, which in some certain areas of our own country seem to control that segment. You have the cartels shooting at our military. You have border agents committing suicide at a record pace because of what's going on. But no, the Biden administration doesn't want to just turn a blind eye. They're turning a blind everything, but they want more money to throw at this problem, not to solve the problem. But their solution is just allow more people to come in the country. It'll be fine. Why not? Uh, we're going we're gonna to get into what the state of Washington wants to do. I forgot about that, but we're going to get into that, too. But Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, says that if there is a complete reversal of Donald Trump's border policy, it could break his state. And this was he was speaking on ABC News. This is even more shocking that A, he was speaking and B was on ABC News. He says, The fact is that we've got right now is not what we got right now is not working and it's about to break in a post 42 world unless we take responsibility and ownership. I am saying that as a father. I am saying that as someone that feels responsible for being part of the solution and I'm trying to do my best here. That's great. You know what? Money talks, bullshit runs a marathon. Got that from uh, <laughs> New Jack City. and uh, again, if my soundboard was uh, was set, we would have that sound effect. Money talks. bullshit runs the marathon. So. And I wouldn't want to be. We're gonna get this soundboard working. You, you, know what? I am very professional. I tell people this. I am very professional. I really am. If you go listen, I do a sports podcast for the NFL a Giants. One, it's called uh, Online Big Blue Sports. If you want, if you wanted to see my complete professionalism, you know you should go watch that podcast. Either way, um, but it's all talk. It's all talk. He is concerned that his systems, such as his healthcare and everything else, is going to be flooded. That's what he's worried about. He's worried about his state, who is already running at, what, a $25 billion shortfall? Which I find interesting because California has their own agricultural system. They have so much oil and natural gas within their state alone they should there should be no way that should they should have any economic issues but it's the socialist programs that they run that are causing these problems and now they want to give $200,000 to people that are are, are that need reparations for slavery that won't break california no that'll be all, that'll be all fine but he's saying that it's going to cause a burden he claims that the us government is sending more and more immigrants to california because the state Is taking care of folks. The more we do, the burden is placed disproportionately on us. No, the burden is the fact that these people should be coming here legally. There, and I've said it again. There is a difference between immigration and an invasion. An invading force just sits there and waits and buys their times and then attacks. Immigration goes through the proper channels. I'm sorry, these people are here illegally. The majority do not show up for their court dates. And the government knows this, but, you know, we're going to give you a phone. We're going to give you health care. We're going to give you some money. We're going to give you a bus ticket. And then hope you're not a burden on the states that you're going to. Newsomal says, we're already at capacity at the nines at our sites. We can't continue to fund all these sites because of the budgetary pressures now being placed on the state and offsetting issues that I have addressed. The reality is, unless we're doing what we're doing, people will end up on the streets. They're going to end up on the streets either way. They've been up. They've been up on the streets in El, Paso, in El Paso forever. No one, none of these Democrats ever cared about this problem until it landed on their front door. DeSantis got crap for sending people out of his state, but when a but when, when the Democrat in Texas does it, the Democratic governor, or excuse me, mayor in Texas did it, no one says boo. But if you're a Republican, you're it, well, you know what? You're evil. You're evil. You must come to the dark side of the force. But if you're a Democrat, it's okay. It's a budgetary issue. You know what the problem is? Stop taking these people in. Create a system. You know what's really shocking what they should do, which I find interesting, but nobody wants to do. Nobody wants to talk about. Just go by the laws that are currently on the books. You cross the border illegally, you get sent back. You want to claim amnesty or asylum, you need to, uh, not amnesty, you want to claim asylum, you have to have a a valid asylum claim. The majority of these people do not have valid asylum claims. And when they go to court, they're found out that and they're sent back. But the problem is you are sending these people over and just not caring where they go. And now we want $4 billion so we can turn around and process them faster. Newsom is a guy that championed policies to accommodate and expanding protections of illegal immigrants entering California for years. But now it's a burden on his state. Now it's affecting him. So now he cares. Before he didn't care because of the fact that it wasn't a burden. You know he's going to ask for government aid. I am looking right now at a picture. Uh, uh, It's a picture. Thousands of immigrants are basically, not thousands, probably, I would say maybe 500, 600. They are in a line across the Rio Grande, standing on the other side of the Rio Grande River from El Paso. They're just, there's just a line of them. They literally look like an invading army. But we should need, we need to take in your tired, your poor, your hungry. And people, Tim will say, Tim, you have no empathy. You have no sympathy. I have all the empathy and sympathy in the world. My grandparents came here via Ellis Island the correct way. I am technically a second-generation American. I, I was my my parents were born here, and I was born here. But my grandparents immigrated here legally, and they, you know, it's funny because no one ever wants to talk about it. Being an Irish American or being Italian American when they first came over through Ellis Island, they were treated like dirt. You had people. The I always laugh because I always try to explain to people: go look at the skyscrapers in New York; those were built. On the backs of Irish Americans and Italian Americans who lived in poverty, who would have to work in the scaffoldings at night, or as my grandfather would have, to, would have to work in the coal mines. So, but they came here with the dream. They came here with the American dream, but they came here with the American dream to assimilate into America and to assimilate into the society. Putin, oh, excuse me, I popped that one. I gotta put, the, I gotta put the pop protector up here, so I'm gonna be unprofessional again for a second. Putin, for all, look at this. People are like, oh no, the mic is moving. No, it's not moving. I'm getting the pop protector on. Putin, who is crazy, Vladimir Putin, who is a nut, but he gave an he gave an interview um, about a year ago, and he talks about immigration into Russia. And he talks about the fact that how when you come into the country, you need to kind of become part of the culture. Yes, you can have what you know what you're you 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 could still hold tight to your to to what your beliefs were where you lived but when you're coming to russia you're coming to russia to be part of russia to be part of the country itself i love it when you see immigrants crossing the border with their flags of their homeland homeland you they they come in with their flags from ecuador and, and honduras and everything else they're proudly they're proudly displaying their flags as they cross the river if you were so proud of that why did you leave if you were so proud of where you came from and you came here to get a better life, why would you leave? Why would you be waving the flag of your country that you were escaping the oppression from because of you need your asylum claim? Oh, I don't know. Why not pull up the American flag and roll that through as you're walking across the border? I also didn't know this fact. About 22% of California, nearing nearly 11 million people, are immigrants, are in the U.S. here illegally. That, that is according to the uh, Public Policy Institute of California. That's, a, that's an interesting statistic. I, I didn't know that. In September, Newsom signed a bill allowing illegal immigrants to obtain a state ID saying we're a state of refuge, a majority minority state, where 22, 27% of us are immigrants. And then in January, Newsom unveiled his 2022-2023 California budget, which included universal health care benefits for all low-income immigrants, excuse me, all low-income residents, including immigrants. You don't have the money in your own state to take care of your own problems. Gavin Newsom, that is. But you are now going to take on the responsibility of the illegal immigrant population. And then you are going to complain That something needs to be done because your state is a refuge. You created a refuge for your state. And you're trying to get out of it by blaming the U.S. government. But you have created your own mess. You've created your own problem. Washington state requested the ability to offer health care to illegal immigrants, citing health equity. I always love that phrase. It's health equity. Now, the the HHS approved it. And it's it's going to now expand healthcare coverage to non-citizens in the state of Washington, which I find interesting because the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, whatever you want to refer to it as, specifically speaks about and mentions, and there's an edict in it that says that if you are an illegal immigrant, you are not entitled to health care. But Washington State, who wants to have this because of health equity, Wants to provide insurance to illegal immigrants with its within its or excuse me, within its borders by rolling back the requirements of the ACA, the Affordable Care Act. I find that really funny. Washington has requested a waiver, Washington state that is, in order to expand access to qualify quality health care plans, standalone quality dental plans, and state affordable programs in Washington, uh, Washington's residents, regardless of immigration status. The waiver will help. Washington worked towards its goal of improving health quality and reducing the radical disparities by expanding access to coverage for the uninsured population through the state exchange, all while not increasing costs to the current enrollees. Bullshit. Calling bullshit on that one. It's going to expand coverage and it's going to increase prices because you're going to have a lot of people that aren't going to be paying much and the, the other people are going to be paying more. So that's bullshit. You've come to this country illegally. You've crossed the borders of illegally. You've breached the borders here illegally. So why not go to the state of Washington and get some free health care? Because you're not supposed to be here anyway. And I love it. The ACA, and this is why I, this is why people are like, well, Tim, that just sounds so racist. Okay, let's read this. The ACA normally regulates explicitly, ex- explicitly, keyword, explicitly exclu- excludes non-citizens living in the U.S. illegally from collecting benefits. Ah. <gasps> So again, we're not going to follow a law created by, drum roll, please, the Democrats. But that's okay. We want to do this. We need to do this for health equity. You know what? There wouldn't be a health equity or health disparaging or health anything if you came here legally. And I've said this before. There is a difference between an invasion and immigration. When you line up across a border in large masses and wait. To roll into a country illegally, that is an invasion. Karine Jean Pierre, you have to love her because <laughs> everything's the Hatch Act, everything's the Hatch Act, everything. And, and again, they were questioning her about the FTX founders that were donating to Democrats, and and I love it because let's 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 just play a little bit of let's just play a little bit of the soundbite for a moment. If I can find it. There we go. We're we'll going to get to him because they trusted him. Their grandparents Whoops. told them to trust. That was wrong. Hold on. Yeah, we got, we got, we got to find the right section. We got to, We got to play this. And again, I'm not being professional today. I think my professionalism is lacking. I'm a little tired, but we're going to get, we're going to get all this. Um, and I do appreciate everyone that has actually hung out for the pod and has really stayed with us. But here we go. This is from Fox news. We got, we got to play this from Fox news. I love this. So look, I'm covered here by the Hatch Act, uh, limited on what I can say, and anything that's connected to political contributions uh, from here, I, I, I would have to refer you to the DNC. I'm, I'm asking the president's opinion, though. Uh, you know, does he want those people who... No, you asked me two questions. You asked me about, will he return the donations? And then you asked me about his opinion. I'm answering the first part, which is I'm covered by the Hatch Act from here. I'm limited to what I can say, and I just can't talk to political contributions or anything related to that. I cannot speak about it from here. I love it because if it was a Dem- if it was a Republican with the Hatch Act, it would be Republican. It would be uh, uh, excuse me, Miss uh, uh, Miss Speaker, not Speaker, whatever you would call her, Miss Pre- Pre- uh, Press, uh, Press Secretary. I have a question in regards to. Um, um, the donations that were received via FTX uh, to the, to the Republican party and certain Republicans. And I was wondering if you had a comment or you could speak to that about the, the, it seems to be there a large portion of uh, the donations went to the, um, went to the Republican party. Well, you know, I really need to look at this, but uh, and I'm really never supposed to comment about this, but uh, the Republicans are evil. So uh, at this point in time, we would probably need to see if they're about opening up an investigation. And President Biden is uh, very, uh, very forthcoming with the fact that the illegal matter which these donations were received should be looked at and scrutinized. Oh, uh, excuse me, Mr. Jean-Pierre. Um, I meant to say that the Democrats were the ones that were um, uh, received the most donations. Well, I'm covered by the Hatch Act. I can't talk about that. Next question. Everything with her is the Hatch Act. Everything. I love it. Corinne Jean Pierre. It it might snow today, and uh, there is a uh, there is a chance that uh, Santa might be delayed. Well, I, I would like to talk about Santa, but I'm uh, I didn't write it down in my notes, and I didn't write out my answers, so it's covered by the Hatch Act. Next question, please. I've seen some bad press secretaries before. I've seen some bad ones. The one before her, she wasn't bad. She was just she was just annoying. Because the fact that she, I love how they just blatantly lie. They look at you blatantly and lie and make you feel stupid that you, how dare you question me for lying. But this one literally has to write down her responses. The other day, she read the wrong answer. Somebody asked her a question and she read the wrong answer. And people are like, oh, what? And if I was a reporter, I'd be like, well, that wasn't my question. But, uh, uh, you know, I'm covered by the Hatch Act to ask you again to please actually answer the question that I asked you. Not just just read. (laughs) Not just turn around and she writes down answers and then read the wrong one. I mean, how wonderful is that? I want to talk about Biden for one second. Because Biden is sending $8 billion to South Africa to shut down coal plants. Now, we know we have no, we, we know that we want to have the push towards renewable energy. And I think the state of Texas proved that renewable energy is great and all, except when it gets cold and the wind turbines freeze and there's no sun. You need an alternative source. Coal is usually good, nuclear energy is good. Now, I like the fact that Democrats are saying that nuclear energy is renewable really what do we do with all that radioactive waste become the toxic avengers but biden has proclaimed wednesday the united states and other g7 countries will donate billions of south africa to get off coal and onto renewables to the uh, to, to, i mean to the uh, chagrin of many on twitter i love that the chagrin of, i love that word today's partnership A joint profile of the partnerships and the global infrastructure investment projects already on one way in Africa, Biden declares, including mobilizing $8 billion in public and private funding to help South Africa replace coal-fired plants with renewable energy sources. Biden also said that it will be help, excuse me, Biden also said that money would help by developing and cutting, developed and cutting-edge energy solutions like hydrogen and a deal worth $2 billion to build a cellular project and $600 million for high-speed internet communication cables that will connect the Southeast Asia to Europe via Egypt and the Horn of Africa, which will bring high-speed internet connectivity to countries along the way. How the hell is that good for the environment that you are going to use? High-speed internet. Most of the people do not understand that high-speed internet is usually uh, moved forward through what they refer to as you know fiber. And usually what they'll do is telecommunications companies, I worked in the telecommunications industry, they'll lay fiber everywhere and then they can move that fiber around and then it connects you through the fiber. And sometimes, especially in the United States, they put a lot of fiber in the ground, which they're not using, which is referred to as dark fiber, because it's not, it's not there, it's dark. But if you have no infrastructure, you're going to build a high-speed internet structure connectivity along the way. And all this is going to be in regards to using renewable energy. How the hell is high-speed internet good for renewable energy? And of course, the majority of the fiber cables and things such as that that we are going to be using are going to be coming from wait for it. You heard it. China. Who develops the batteries for these cars? Who develops the solar panels? Who does who develops the transistors for the things that are used to to help power the solar energy? Yep, it's China. <laughs> You sit there and you go, you know, I think about the Hunter Biden thing all the time. And I think about all the money that he gets. And again, we already did a video called our podcast called Conspiracy Tuesday. And we're not going to go back and do that. Um, but I laugh because it's like he's received all this money from China, allegedly. And now all he does is seem to call China the enemy, but then turn around and say, well, we need to, We need to go do this because the only place that we can get any of this from is from China. <sighs> things that make you go. Mm. I think we got a lot of stuff going on coming up. we got a lot of good shows coming up today in the next couple, uh, I would say in the next couple weeks. We are going to get the soundboard label. That is a joke. I am working on getting that done. Uh, I'll have some time over the holiday weekend to get the studio set up, uh, fully set up again, get the soundboard set up. But you know what? I appreciate all the people that have downloaded and listened to the podcast. Um, it's interesting because we have... Tens of thousands of downloads now over a very short period of time. It's very flattering. And and, and I, I hope that it's because people appreciate what we bring to the air and what we are trying to discuss and bring to light from both sides of the party of the lunacy. And again, this is Tim. This is Get Off My Lawn, the mad ramblings of the Gen Xer. And of course, we've said it once before. We'll say it again. The truth shall always free.